This episode of the Anatomy of a Book podcast is brought to you by my virtual summer writing groups program, a 12-week series of weekly group coaching meetings that will help you stay accountable to your summer writing goals. Each virtual summer writing groups package includes the 12 weekly meetings, two private coaching sessions, and access to my nine-part course on academic writing and publishing. If you're ready to tackle your summer writing goals, I hope you'll join me. Learn more about the virtual summer writing groups program at katielinder.work. You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 61. Academic writing is just a series of small steps that add up to big results. So why is it so hard? And why can publishing be so anticlimactic? And what's the deal with all the imposter syndrome feelings? In this podcast, I'm sharing a peek into the academic writing life, warts and all. Stick around to hear musings on writing, publishing, book marketing, and all things scholarly. Let's figure out this academic writing business together. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I want to talk a little bit about what to do when you want to shake your writing up a little bit. And uh, for me, lately, I've been thinking about this because I feel a little bit like an assembly line (laughs) with my writing or production line where a lot of it is just one thing coming right after another. And that is the sign of a healthy academic pipeline for sure, that you kind of have one thing coming after another. But after a while, it can start to feel a bit like a grind. And so I've been thinking about what can I do to kind of liven up my writing a little bit, give myself maybe a little bit of a break, do some things that are a little bit more creative. And about a week ago, I wrote in one of my weekly newsletter essays that I've been thinking about doing some playing around with some fiction writing. And people were definitely interested in hearing more about that. So I thought I would talk about it a little bit on this show and give people a chance to learn a little bit more about that part of my writing, um, because it's certainly not something that I talk about very often. So the first thing I think that's interesting to know is um, my background in my undergraduate days was as an English lit major and a creative writing double major. So I did do a lot of creative writing, especially in undergrad. And this took the form mostly of um, essays, kind of short fiction, and uh, poetry. And um, at once I hit grad school, I really wasn't doing a lot of that. And uh, over the past, I would say, I don't know, like maybe 13 to 15 years, I've dabbled in fiction writing. And every once in a while, I'll kind of dive into, you know, working on a novel. But I always kind of pull back out of it because I have other writing that I need to attend to. So in preparation for this episode, I went back into my files just to kind of see what was there. And this is something that I recommend whenever you're thinking about kind of reinvigorating a dried up pipeline is to do this kind of audit. And I recommend this to academic writers all the time, that you should go into your files and see what's there. What could you start from? What can you work with? What seems to be kind of low-hanging fruit? So I decided to do this with my fiction writing. So when I went into my files, I found what could be considered to be like seven different projects. Here's the breakdown. Um, In 2016, I committed to writing a novel, which failed. (laughs) I got 44 pages in, about 13,000 words. And this is the biggest project that I have um, that has kind of has the most content in it. And this was when I decided to try kind of on a lark to write a romance. So um, this is a romance novel, 44 pages in. The next highest word count is a mystery slash paranormal novel that I started writing, and it's currently at 
um, 38 pages, a little over 11,000 words. But this one also has three and a half pages of single-spaced outlines of basically the entire novel because I knew exactly where I wanted it to go down to like scene by scene. So it has kind of a treatment of what I think the rest of the novel will be. So that one is um, pretty well outlined. Uh, The next highest one is I have kind of a literary fiction story that I was working on. It's currently at 35 pages and a little less than 10,000 words. Um, So as you can see, just from that, I have about, I don't know, 35,000 words worth of um, fiction writing that is in three different stories, but quite a bit that is added up over time. Then I have uh, another literary fiction, kind of, I think, a romance. This is one, to be honest, I looked back in my files. It's 26 pages, so it's a little over 6,000 words, but I had no memory of writing it. Uh, I'm not sure when I worked on this. It must have been years and years ago, and it kind of was coming back to me. I need to read the whole thing again, but it was one of those things where I was like, what is this? Like, I, I just had no memory whatsoever of working on it, so it must have been from from a while back. But that one is still um, another kind of 26 pages, 6,000 words. And then I had um, two very, very short um, possibilities of things. One was just a page. Another one was two pages where I just kind of started with how a book would begin. Now, the thing that I didn't find in my files, which I need to like root around and see where it is, is several years ago, I did a NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. And I know I wrote like 30,000 words and I don't know where it is. (laughs) So I need to go back maybe onto an old laptop and see if I can find it. But that was one that I pushed really hard on. It was also kind of a mystery novel. And um, I need to go back around and dig and see if I can find it. So that would be another project as well. And then the other um, kind of body of work that I have is I have about 25 pages uh, or about 2,000 words of poetry. And this is something that I had been kind of dabbling in and out of within the last year or so, um, just as kind of an outlet to to write some poetry around some things. And um, so that's another project that I could potentially dive into as well. So in the midst of all the writing I do for academic purposes and for my books, Um, As you can see, I also do some of this other stuff on the side. And so what I've been thinking about is my current pipeline, I actually just got the edits for my fourth book from one of my co-authors. So I'm going to start working on that. And then I have a fifth book that's in the pipeline that we're still kind of negotiating what it's going to be about with the publisher, but that's with the co-author as well. And I'd like to get the bulk of that written this summer if I can do that. And then my pipeline clears out just a little bit. I definitely have this idea waiting in the wings for book six, but I'm not sure if it's a book that I want to pitch to a trade publisher or if it's a book that I want to keep with my academic publisher. So I want to think about that a little bit more. But here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that by this coming fall, I might be able to clear out my pipeline enough that I can do NaNoWriMo again, which always falls in November. I'll link to it in the show notes in case you want to take a look. And maybe I would be able to dig in and kind of see um, what I could come up with with one of these projects that's already in the pipeline. So this is really about um, play and having some fun with my writing and just trying something different because I think... Anytime you work within a particular genre, you get a little bit used to it. You get to feel maybe a little bit complacent, a little bit comfortable, 
And academic writing is definitely my strength. It's also what I've been working on for the past, I don't know, 15 to 20 years, um, which is crazy to think that it's been that long that I've been writing um, so consistently. So it's time to kind of shake things up, try something different. So as always, I would love to hear how you're shaking things up and trying different things in your own writing. And if you are starting to feel like you want to move toward fiction too, um, would love to hear about that as well. Now, there is an amazing um, history of academic writers who also write fiction. Um, I think about the Outlander series, which is written by a biologist. Um, I think about um, academic mysteries that take place on campuses and things like that that are written by academics. So I'm certainly not alone here <laughs> in, in taking, taking the shift, thinking about this shift, and would be happy to report back on it um, throughout the show if I decide to do something in earnest. So thanks so much for checking in with this week's episode. I'm Katie Linder, and I'll be back next week with another check-in. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at anatomyofabook.com. That's anatomyofabook.com. If you like The Anatomy of a Book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called The Academic Creative that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn even more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.